Hello, coming to you live from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Welcome to Her Next Chapter, the podcast dedicated to sharing stories from amazing women who have reinvented their careers or lives. Could be total changes, could be side hustles. I'm Stephanie Pierce, mother of three, wife of one, former corporate exec, and now I am the founder and CEO of StephPierce.com. And I am Julie Burton, founder of Modern Well, a female-centered co-working space in Minneapolis. And I'm the author of The Self-Care Solution, A Modern Mother's Must-Have Guide to Health and Well-Being. And I'm a mother and a wife. In each episode, Julie and I will bring you these awesome stories about the power, pain, and laughs that come from change. Are you ready for your next chapter? Everybody, welcome to <laughs> Hello, Stephanie. Oh, today is a good day. Um, we have a, an amazing guest, um, someone who I have known for more than two decades, um, who is a dear, dear friend of mine, who I have been through lots of, of ups and downs and, and um, you know, highs and lows and, and just um, really the journey of, of life and raising kids. And um, Sandra Filamavicius is who, our guest who is joining us today, she is um, an artist, very, very talented artist. Um, she and I met uh, 20 some years ago when our, our, my second child and her oldest child, we're in preschool together. And actually there's a super cute story about that. Um, so when Jeremy, my son, um, first met Alex, um, Sandra's daughter, um, she uh, spoke, so Sandra's from Mexico City and, and Alex would speak Spanish sometimes. In, in preschool, you know, and these little, these little kids are like hearing, you know, they're like, what? Who? And so somehow, some way, I don't know how, I think it might have been Jeremy, who probably, who started this, but Alex's name was not Alex, it was Ola Alex. <laughs> so anytime that he would talk about Alex in his preschool class, Ola Alex, I sat by Ola Alex today. <laughs> And so it was just, it was so, so cute. So this little bilingual, beautiful Alex um, was known as uh, Ola Alex in our house. <laughs> I love it. There you go. So welcome, welcome, Sandra, my dear friend, talented, beautiful, amazing, um, just so grateful for you in, in every way. And, and Steph and I are so grateful to have you on our podcast today. So welcome. Um, Oh my goodness. I cannot even start telling you guys how excited I am to be here. Thank you so, so, so much for having me here. It means the world to me to be able to share my story um, with uh, the audience that you have. Like I said before, the title of your po podcast is The Next Chapter, and um, and it is definitely my uh, next chapter in life and what I love to do. and. Um, you know, there's definitely no age when you can change and pivot yourself into something that you're passionate about. And I'm just so, so happy to be here with you, Stephanie. Um, you um, have, I, I can't wait to 
get to know you more and see you more and hopefully got willing this summer we'll be you know having yeah. some tequilas together maybe <laughs> yes say yeah. no more Sandra. say no more and i am always you know there's there's no greater joy for me than when we um do these podcasts do these episodes and jules brings on her just crew because the joy that she exudes um and you can't see it listeners but sandra and i can because we're on zoom um is just amazing and so you know I welcome you into my crew as well, because certainly any anybody who is that close to Jules is absolute gold. So thank you for being here. And I do feel like I should just tell our listeners. So when we first started to record this episode, I forgot to hit record. So we had to do it again. And I feel like I just need to be honest about it. I forgot to hit record, but now I've hit record and we've started again and we did an excellent job repeating ourselves. So thank you. Everybody makes mistakes. I'm, we I'm reinventing every day. We, we reinvented this podcast. <laughs> okay. Exactly. We reinvented yes, the go. first five minutes of the podcast. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Stephanie, I'm the first one to say I've had gotten so many mistakes throughout and it's the only way to really like understand where you're at and to own them and say, yep, I forgot it. Sorry, guys. That's okay. Moving on now. And yeah, not you got to let them own it, right? We're just going to move on. So I can't wait to hear your reinvention story. So I think I, I had an aha moment when this pandemic started. I was in San Diego. I, my daughter exactly a year ago this Sunday got engaged. Yay. And we had this major party here in San Diego um, for her, for her fiance. I was coming in from Europe. Her friends were coming in from Chicago, from New York. We were all hugging each other. And we had no idea what was going to hit three days after, right? So um, I get a phone call from my son. Mom, I have to, you've got to come get me. I have to come home. I have to move out of the dorms. He was a freshman at that time at um, the university. And my husband, who's a physician, um, had friends in Spain that started calling him because um, Europe was probably like 10 days ahead of us on the pandemic and he said this is no joke like you need your family home and you need them now so i literally left san diego in a rush to come back home and i saw him how he went into the hospital every day and he did not complain and he just did his job in helping people people were freaked out were calling him right and left my phone was like off the hook during the day during the night and he would answer every single question with such poise and patient and trying to give as much information as he knew at the time because everything was so fluid and changing at the time so we all had to adapt and and pivot i have a studio in Northeast Minneapolis, where I work. Well, I couldn't get to my studio at that time because everyone was so freaked out. We didn't even know like how to move forward or what to do. So literally my head started like just flooding with ideas. What can I do? 
So for me, really, your question, Stephanie, is like, I can answer with going into action for myself. Um, what that means or meant for me going into action was uh, putting my ideas into paper, writing everything down, flooding every, the paper with all these new things that I had in my mind on what I could do as an artist to inspire and help people at home. And so that was my pivoting moment of like, okay, what can I do? And then what can we do as a community of artists to help the community at large? So that was my biggest aha moment when I was able to put it into words and then it made sense to me. I'm a very visual person. So I had to write it down and kind of make lists. And literally two weeks later, I was live on Instagram. I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> I had 150 like <laughs> note cards hanging from my tripod. Um, I didn't even have a tripod. I ordered one, it got there. I didn't even know how to use it. I didn't know how to do live on Instagram. It was a whole to-do. I'm like, I don't care. I'm just gonna go for it. And I'm gonna call my people that know me um, because now I cold, I mean, through the whole uh, pandemic, I've been cold emailing people. Um, and to see if they want to come on board. But at that time, I needed people that knew me, that knew who Sandra was, that I honor my word, that I'm good for it. And so Tap Into Your Creativity was born on April 4th. Um, I went live. It was a terrible interview because the, um, the volume was awful. I couldn't hear her. Her internet was scratchy. I didn't know how to handle myself. Um, but I'm like, doesn't matter. I'm here. I'm going to keep doing it. I keep doing it. I keep showing up. And in turn, so tapping your creativity, really what it is, is I invite artists into my studio. And in turn, they create an original piece of artwork that it's a small piece of artwork between 10 by 10, 12 by 12. And they donate that piece. And then I sell it or we sell it. And 100% of the proceeds go to Feeding America. And so it has been quite the journey. I didn't know I was creating a good monster, but definitely a monster. <laughs> and um, I created a new job for myself, really. I mean, I, I really created a new job for myself. And so I never had the, what am I doing today? What day is today? Um, I was busy all the time and that kept me set, sane in my head um i felt productive i felt i had uh, a routine that i had to stick on i started with doing wednesdays and saturdays in the very beginning uh, to interview people so it was a lot of people a lot of prep um i had to i was wearing all these hats that i didn't know at the time that I was going to do a master degree in one year in like literally by myself, learning at nights, going into Googling how to do this, how to do that, how to record from, you know, your IGTV and then transform it into, you know, compress the file and put it up on, because at that time you couldn't just, um, it didn't do it automatically for you on Instagram. You had to do all the steps in order to, um, put it up on your IGTV. Um, then I started a YouTube channel. How do you do that? All of that, while I was working in the day, I was studying all these things at night. So I really, really 
like I said in the beginning, I went into action. That's what I did. I love that. Okay. And and Sandra, I think too, so before before the pandemic hit and 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 you started the Instagram lives and and this um this work, um you I have watched you transform as as a professional artist i mean you know yes this was your kind of covid covid reinvention right but um i've loved sort of being on this journey with you over the last couple decades of of being home you know kind of being the 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 anchor at home and yet always having something you always you know your art and and then over time um you, you know, I mean, you need to check out Sandra's art because it is spectacular. Um, um, and, and, and you've really kind of made your dream come true of, of, of selling your pieces around the world for, you know, you know, lots of dollars and, and, and really, um, creating, um, you know, a legacy and, and creating, um, kind of, this dream. And so tell us, tell us about, about that progression of, of your Sure. So, um, my husband and I are from Mexico city and, uh, we moved to Minneapolis in 1992 so he could do his residency. And I went to MCAT, the Minneapolis college of art and design. So I got my fine art degree from there, but then I was like, okay, now I, ha now what? Like no one was hiring an artist really. So um, I decided to go back to school and I went to learn how to draft so I could draft for an interior designer. Mm -hmm. And in the afternoons, I was an art teacher uh, at a Hebrew school. Um, and so I combined those two because my husband was a resident and, um, you know, living on that <laughs> um, salary was really rough. And I really wasn't creating art at that time because I needed money. We needed, we needed the money. And so um, uh, fast forward in 2005, I think, I um, started working under Sally Brown in Northeast Minneapolis. And I started really working and thinking, okay, maybe I could really do this. I knew I wanted to be a professional artist, but it is very hard to say that and actually be one and be validated. Um, it takes years, unfortunately, for people to understand that being a professional artist is a profession. You know, they would say like, oh, uh, you paint? Yeah, I paint too. Like, great, good for you. But I am really trying to make a dent here for my life. This is what I'm passionate about. And I'm really going to show up every day and do it. For, so for 10 years, at least, I probably showed up every day and had no's. You know, like, it just didn't go anywhere. People liked it. But, you know, it wasn't like I was selling right or left or anything like that. It was just me really trying every single day and working hard and showing up in my studio however I could. If it was in my basement, I would go downstairs. Then it went into my dining room table and my husband hated me for that. Um, and then finally, I went to the Keg House building, another building in uh, Northeast Minneapolis. And really that's where my journey started. 
And, um, you know, now looking back, I wouldn't, you know, trade anything for where I am today, because it's all about trial and error, and learning. And I think that's what paint is all about, is trial and error. And, you know, just trying literally every material that's out there that will work for you um, and scraping things off and putting things on. And I feel like being an immigrant myself, I think that I was trying to find myself through painting. So like the bold strokes that I do is to ground me, to tell me that I'm present and that I'm here. And when I scratch into the painting to remove that, it's to look into my soul, to I'm scratching in there to see what it's in there. So I'm very, very connected to my work. And I think that is what made me all of a sudden when I connected with my artwork, the way that I'm describing to you, all of a sudden it clicked to my community, to the people that um, they all of a sudden said, oh, wow, okay, Sandra has something going on here. And so, um, so we started having a conversation, the pieces started to have a conversation. My first solo show was in 2007, I believe. I sold like maybe 90% of that show. It was kind of crazy. And I'm like, okay, I got this. I can do it. And then um, fast forward to 2016, um, there was an open call for the U.S. Bank, um, the Vikings Stadium uh, for artists. And so I just submitted my work and um, there were probably 15,000 or sorry, uh, like 1,500 artists that submitted work and um and at the end i was one of the lucky ones that you know that um were um selected to be a part of the permanent uh collection um there's only i believe there's only like two or three abstract painters and i'm one of them so i felt very very proud uh not only as an artist myself but now truly it really felt like now I'm really part of this community of Minneapolis and having that connection and being in the walls of something that so many people, thousands of people will be able to see hopefully real soon. Again, they'll go back into the stadium, but you know, it's just been, I work with a lot of interior designers um, and it was just getting to that point where I believed in myself um, I believed in what I was doing. I never stopped believing in what I was doing. Um, and all of a sudden it just, it, it just clicked. And I think that is very important as an artist. And I think as a human being as well, um, we are very unique. We all have a very, very different story as where we come from. And we need to listen and educate ourselves from each other and hold hands and by doing that we will be different we will be different we just have to listen mm, amazing I love congratulations that. that is that's awesome it's awesome. thank you amazing <laughs> how did you during the during the time you know the decade or so that you were you know working in your basement and at your kitchen table and 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 not having maybe the 
validation, you know, the external validation, um, the, the sales of your paintings, the, um, you know, sort of the notoriety that, you know, every creative, you know, eventually, you know, you're going to have to put your time in, but um, how did you sort of keep your confidence and keep, you know, you said, I, I never stopped believing in myself. I never, you know, I mean, I, as humans, right, there are moments most of us have where you're, we question like, hmm, <laughs> you know, how did you kind of keep that positivity and that confidence and that belief in yourself? Well, I think that we as humans are so judgmental and we are our worst enemies, right? Because we, <laughs> we judge ourselves so harshly. And I think as an artist, it even goes higher because you expect perfection. Well, guess what? There will never be perfection. Perfection is boring. Who wants perfection? Right? And so, um, and so in my head, you know, in the beginning, the way I actually did start was like, okay, I'm going to make this and sell it. And then I'm like, mm, no, does not work that way at all. And so that's when the sixth sense comes in and pushes you through. Because if you are not dedicated and if you're not passionate about it, then you are the person that says, oh, yeah, do you paint? Yeah, I paint too. Because you're not stuck to it. You know what I mean? You're not, you're not there. Um, if you show up every day, no matter what you're doing, even if, uh, you know, <laughs> I had a funny story to tell you, but I was in my, um, in my dining room table and I was doing, I started with painting because I had just had my daughter at that time and it was 1997 and she um, was a baby and I would have her like right next to me and I was painting actually like little animals for um, for a baby uh, shop and um, so it was going to be a very like an illustration kind of thing for babies rooms because that's where my head was right so I left my cup of water there with my paintings and my paper there and everything. And it was almost ready. I just literally needed to sign it. And we invited a family over that had a little girl that was like three years old. And we were in the family room and she kind of disappeared for a little bit and we didn't hear anything for a long time. And sure enough, I mean, I had presented the perfect scenario for her, right? She had the paints, she had the brush, she had the water, she had the paper. <laughs> so I came back and oh boy, it was a disaster in a very funny way. But I was like, oh no, this is not happening. I'm not doing this again. But guess what? I did. I did it again and I was happy to do it again. And, you know, and so... I think that you have to repeat yourself every day of your life. You're good. You're worth it. Show up. Be passionate. And when you put all those things together, it's very hard not to find yourself in this success for yourself. You don't need to compare yourself to anyone. You don't need to, because I think that is the worst thing that we do especially as artists and as human beings, as human beings, we are always comparing ourselves to anything. And you think that that people or that artwork is so much better than yours. And what happens is you start going down, 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 down. 
And um, I think the minute that you repeat yourself all this great things, you're great, you're doing great, you're showing up, you're working hard. Um, I think your mindset starts to believe and it just becomes more of a natural thing. You know, I think we all have to work on it. Um, but I think that if you start living your life with those values, um, then you can see it across the board. You can see it with your husband, with your children, with your friends. Um, you don't need to change depending with who you are with, right? You're the same person with anyone. And so um, you just need to, I think, put yourself out there with the best foot forward. And I do believe that we're, we're living in very different times right now. And this is a huge opportunity for everyone to show up and listen and learn. This is the time to really pivot and start writing a new chapter, you know, start doing something that will change it, the world for the better mm -hmm. or your world. You know, it doesn't need to start so big. You don't need to like, you know, you can dream very small, but start somewhere. Don't stay paralyzed. You know, you have to, everyone can just take a foot outside the door with the best intention for the day. And if that means for yourself, great. If that means to help others, amazing. Um, but that, having that intention and having that moment, that, you know, um, motivation, I guess, every day is so important right now. So beautifully said, right? I mean, it, it, it's just, it's like in the writing world, you know, we it just put pen to paper every day, just, and then all of a sudden, you know, a week, a month, uh, oh, you've written, you know, 60,000 words. Oh, well, 60,000 words is actually a book. So, you know, and, and it just, that's how we talk about, about the writing process too. And there are days that you show up and you look at this blank page and you're like, I got nothing. I, I got nothing. But if you actually just, you know, like put the brush to the, to the paper or the pen to the paper, we all are have that creativity that that is churning and it might be you know as a writer you know half the stuff we write we throw in the garbage but that's part of the process and and i love that advice to people it, it, just even in terms of like building your dreams start with one piece of paper right start right and you know what i got to tell you for me as for you to see a white canvas it's a world of opportunity, mm. right? Yeah. I mean, you see that and it's like, oh my God, look at how much I can do, you know? So I think it's the same thing as a writer. I think it's the same thing as a musician, as a photographer. I mean, you know, it's just to see the world in such a different, instead of being like, oh my God, right. there's a white canvas. Oh God, what, how am I going to start? Just start. And all of a sudden you'll have this dialogue that will come back and forth and you're like, you know, reacting to what's happening on the canvas. And, um, you know, and for me, it's, it's such a incredible moment when that happens, you know, the minute that I see a white canvas and I start painting, it's like, 
oh, I'm home. This is great. I love this so much, you know, and that never gets old. And I hope it will never get old because it's just for me, it's the abundance of opportunity that shows up that way, you know? And so it's, it's kind of like, I feel very blessed and very lucky that I found something that I'm so passionate about, right? Because sometimes you don't have that and you have to search for it. And, um, and it's a hard search. It is a hard search because like I said, it did not come easy. I had many years of no's. Um, but if you are dedicated and passionate about what you do and you can just do every day a little bit, it will get you to oh, that moment of like, I can breathe. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. That's beautiful. Wow. (laughs) Okay. So everybody go to the paint store. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, your favorite colors and your brushes. Let's go. And you know what? You can never stop learning. I take, um, you know, still I do classes. I'm taking um, a class right now online um you know i'm always trying to find different ways to educate myself and to be better not only of course as a human being but in my painting um i'm always doing residencies art residencies are super important for me Um, i get to be with other incredible artists um and it it makes you push yourself even more right? Because you want to just be, it's like playing tennis. When you're playing tennis with people that are better than you, your game elevates. Do you know that feeling? Mm -hmm. Right? Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I think it's the same thing in painting. When you do those kind of art residencies, you're you're bouncing of each other's energy. And the energy in the room is just something that you can't even touch. It's like, it just like, it flutters all around you. And it's like, bring it in like your pores has opened up and it's like it all comes in and then it's just this you start to move with the canvas and and dance with it and have fun with it and everybody opens their heart and knowledge and i think that's what happened to me this year you know everyone i call my army of artists every one of my army of artists has come into um, tap into your creativity with so much joy and and wanting to help people and for the first time the artists are not working by themselves inside their studios you know we are sharing I'm an open book ask me whatever whatever you want if I have the answer I will answer you um, but I think that this community of artists said you know what yeah let's help people let's let's do something together and really motivate and inspire people at home And so I think we, I can say that very proudly that after more than 60 interviews now at this point um, and getting almost to $24,000 to Feeding America, which is, I mean, it's like 240,000 meals that we have provided. It is, it is something. We have done something, something right that feels really good. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's amazing. Congratulations on that. And we'll in our show notes, um, you'll be able to find, you can find um, how to 
be a part of Tap Into Creativity and watch Sandra and her interviews on, on Instagram. Yes, yes, yes. I, every Saturday at noon on Sandra Felly Art, uh, you can watch me. And um, in between Saturdays, I'm always posting on Instagram my artwork. Um, so pay attention to that. And um, yeah, it's, it's, you know, I also have to pay attention on, I don't know about you guys, but how has it been for you guys to do this podcast and, and speak to all these different people? Have you pivot yourselves and have you, I'm sure you've learned so much. I would love to just hear that for a second. You know, we started recording um, probably two years ago. You know, Julie and I had this idea because both of us had gone through a reinvention and we were finding women every day who were either products of a reinvention or were contemplating how to make it happen. And it's really just about how do I live the life that I want to live? How do, how do I be true to my personal calling and passion, recognizing that that changes over time, right? Um, and so we did it in the beginning at Studio Americana in Golden Valley live, right? Because it was pre-COVID. And, you know, we, when we started talking again at the end of what well, we were talking about it in 2020, we're like, we got to kick off 2021 with this podcast because if reinvention wasn't important before, it sure as heck is important now. And there we wanted to share a positive story, you know, hear from amazing and talented women like yourself. And so we just said, we got to figure out how to do it over Zoom and things are going to happen, right? The recordings aren't going to always sound as great as they do when we're in the studio. One of us, I'm not going to say who was going to forget to hit record, um, you know, and so we just, but we just said we got to do it and it wasn't perfectly planned and we're learning every day but to me the biggest my my greatest joy with this work is meeting amazing people who inspire me and then hearing from people that they feel inspired one of my really um great friends one of my closest friends said to me she her goal is to be on the podcast Oh, because she, because that will mean that she reinvented, right? That she finally did it. And that really almost brought me to tears in part because I love her. I love you, Carrie Lambert. Um, and because that I think is the feeling that's what we're going for. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. But that's like amazing. You, you know, like you, Sandra, I mean, we, we, you know, we, COVID really did kind of catapult this thing because we had these recordings that we had done and we were kind of like, mm -hmm. like, you know, we were both busy with our stuff and stuff was, you know, launching her company and, and Modern Ball, you know, as always, you know, consuming. And so we kind of were letting a little bit of time go by. And then it was like, like Stephanie said, like, okay, now, like ready, set now. <laughs> and so, um, because I think that feeling of wanting to, to give like you, like wanting to connect people, wanting to 
give people inspiration, wanting to give people hope. Um, you know, we, everybody's reinventing during this pandemic, every single person, no matter, you know, I mean, you can call it whatever you want, but we've all had to turn and turn again and pivot and go this way and, oh, no, go that way and, and try to, you know, figure out how to keep our, our sanity and, and keep our connection when we can't be together. I mean, so be together. So I think, you know, I think we, we are all doing, trying to do similar things in, in 100%. I think the, you just touched on something important, the connection, um, with people. I think that, um, even though that we don't have the physical connection at this moment, um, I feel as strongly connected to my community more now than ever. Um, those connections that I've made with people that I never met before, but they are giving me a chance, right? And all of a sudden we are, I have a new friend on the other side of the world. You know, I, I interviewed a, an artist from Egypt and we still talk. You know, I, I have interviewed people from Mexico, from Canada, from the United States. I didn't know them, but now I do. And I feel super connected with them. And I feel like if I had a question, they would be right there for me. And so um, I think part of reinventing ourselves um, is making those connections. So you don't feel isolated. So you don't feel that you're alone, right? So whatever that community of people is for you, they are there to help. You just need to look for them or ask someone or, you know, you just need, don't be afraid of asking for help. Mm -hmm. You know, people are, are more generous than you think they are. They really want to help. Um, but if you don't ask, they don't know that you need the help, right? And so we as a whole human race, we are there, no matter where you come from. I think that you just need to find the right people and surround yourself by that group of people, right? With positivity, with um, just the same mindset that you're in. Um, and that will help you too. So I think that making connections, no matter how you can make connections right now, it's, it's a key to moving forward, collaborating with people that you never knew before, right? Um, you, you start learning things. You start even speaking a different language because you're all of a sudden opening yourself up to collaborate with someone that maybe you didn't know so much before, but now, you know, there's so much to learn from each other. So I think that it is very important and it is, we are very, very lucky that we can do that, both you guys and I. I agree. Thank you, Sandra, so much for sharing your light um, and your positivity and your art with us and with the world. We are um, so grateful to have you. Um, I am grateful to meet you and now have you in my circle too. Um, and we will have in our show notes, everyone, you'll be able to connect with Sandra and her work. Um, we're just thrilled that um, we've been able to share this uh, with our listeners and expand that community that you just talked about. So thank you so much 
for taking the time to spend with Julie and I. Oh my God. Thank you guys so much for the opportunity. Um, you guys inspire me and uh, keep doing what you're doing and um, we'll keep inspiring each other. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And um, if any of your audience have a question, I'm always there um, and happy to answer. So I'm always available. Thank you, Sandra. So much love uh, for you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to another episode of hernextchapter.co. You can follow us on Instagram at hernext.chapter. And you can find all of our lovely, fun, fabulous podcasts on all those places where podcasts can be found. Please follow us and give us five stars. We'd be so delighted and tickled. And we hope that you are enjoying your time with us. Last but not least, hernextchapter.co. You can check us out there as well. See you next week.